This is the Confident Collective Podcast with your hosts, Christina Zias and Rayanne Langis, two plus-size models and body activists here to get real and candid about living your most confident life. Get ready for powerful conversations that will leave you laughing, motivated, and inspired. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Confident Collective Podcast. You got Rayanne here. And Christina. And we are so excited you're here. We're here at the Confident Collective headquarters, aka my apartment. Christina's apartment. <laughs> that, by the way, was so cute. And now I'm looking around and I'm like, fucking baby toy there, fucking baby chair there, play mat over there. What is happening? I said I wouldn't allow Nico to ruin my aesthetic, but it's happening, right? Well, you have cute baby toys. I'll give you that. All right. Well, thank you. Um, but also I'm dying at Christina bought Dewey this really nice <laughs> bougie dog bed. That's like, I don't even know how much it looks expensive. It was expensive. It looks expensive. And Dewey only sleeps in his trashy bed. First of all, that was an expensive bed too. And it is not trashy. It's, it's Tempur-Pedic. It's worn out. But like, it's not nearly as cute as the other one. And I, yeah. I put the new nice bed next to it in hopes that he'll start to like transition. And I cannot get him to lay in this new bed for anything. So I don't know what to do. I think you just need to get rid of the old bed. Oh, but then I just... I feel bad. So now you just have two dog beds? No, okay. I need to get rid of it, but I just... I don't know what to do. Maybe I'll move the older one into our bedroom. So if he must sleep on that one, he can sleep on the side of our bedroom and then put this one in the living room. Yeah. Is that a good go. solution? That's a good solution. Anything to keep him off our beds, to be honest with you. <laughs> Does it do I sleep in bed with you? No, not anymore. Not since I got a new bed. Oh, he's been kicked out. He's been kicked out. I'm sorry, but rules had to be made <laughs> at some point. Had to be made. Oh my gosh. Well, what's new with you this week? What have you been up to? Oh gosh. No, it's your birthday week. It is my birthday week. Yes. How old are you turning? I'm turning 33 years old, <gasps> which is crazy in a way because I feel very young at heart. You were so young. Actually, I think 33 is young too. So I don't feel young by number or old by number either. Um, but I, you know, I was thinking about it and I'm just like very happy for where I am at this point in my life with my age and everything. Um, I feel good about it. Okay. What, looking back on last year, what's like one thing, well, you had, a, <laughs> I think I know you're going to say it, but one thing you're very thankful for in your 32nd year and one thing you're really looking forward to in this upcoming year. Well, I'm very thankful that I had a baby, obviously. Um, and I'm just looking forward to fucking traveling oh. and exploring and adventuring. And I think obviously we all feel this way because of the pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. We've all been locked up in our homes in some sort of way. Um, but that on top of having a baby and not, like on top of being pregnant, like I just felt like I couldn't do anything. Um, so I am ready to put Nicholas in like a little baby carrier and be like, we going. Well, I've heard that like traveling when they're their age is actually like easier than when they're like a toddler and they can run around and stuff. I have heard that back too. To you. I have heard that too, which is why I'm like, we need to like start doing stuff. Also side note, I just found out this morning that my cousin in Greece is opening up her own beach bar and I'm so excited. When are we going? I was like, I need, I think I need to try and make it happen this summer. But my mom was saying that they're just, they're not allowing tourists in Greece yet. Oh, really? Yeah, you have to like be a citizen, which I am. So that would be fine. Um, but it's I don't know what I would do about Steve or the baby. <laughs> Bye, guys. See you like two weeks. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. But anyways. 
Oh, okay. Next summer, I, I do. I need. This is what I need from you. I need you to give me the New York experience and the Greece experience. Two things I've never had, and you are an expert. Okay, we could do those together. That would be amazing. My top choice is Greece because I mean I do want to do New York, but like I just I need to go to Greece. Oh, I think we all need to go to Greece. We need to do a confident collective trip to Greece. Oh my god, wouldn't that be, be amazing? amazing? Wait, can I tell you something though that I've noticed about myself? Yes. So I'm talking a lot about myself right now. I know I need to, I need to hear, but I am a crazy bitch around my birthday. <laughs> what do you mean? I realized that. And I, it's taken a lot of self-reflection. <laughs> it's taken a lot of self-reflection, but I think it comes and I'm a crazy bitch to Steve. Like specifically. you're mean to Steve. I'm a control freak and I had no idea. I'm a control what? freak in the sense that I want Steve to do something amazing for me for my birthday. Okay. But I'm scared that he's not going to do it to the standards that <laughs> I want. So I start like, I, I've found myself causing fights and arguments. Isn't that crazy? Like, it's hard to even explain. I'm still trying to work it out in my head, but I've noticed I'm doing that. And I said something on stories about how I get super weird around my birthday. And so many people message me saying they do the exact same thing. And I think it comes with like, pressure around your birthday and like it being like a big deal, especially when you're younger. And then I don't know, like just expectations, I guess. Yeah. Does well, that make any sense? No, it totally does. I mean, I think I'm a little different cause I don't have anyone. Like, I think I was like that when I was in a relationship oh, and were? then when, yeah, like one year, if he didn't do it up to my standard, I would actually just be a crazy person. But to be fair, he didn't even get me a card. So like, that's justified. But like, yeah, I think, I think a lot of people just, it's like the pressure we put on ourselves and the expectations to have like an amazing birthday. And I think that when people are like, Oh, I don't really care about my birthday. I think they're lying. Yeah. Everyone cares about their birthday. Yeah. I think so too. I mean, I think so. Anyways, well, I'm glad I'm not alone. Yeah. You're not alone. Anyways, what's been up with you? Enough about me. <sighs> what has it been up with me? Well, I mean, I'm still getting settled into the new apartment. I've just been so busy this past weekend. I like said, I'm not making any social plans, nothing. I am just puttering around my apartment, getting stuff done, which I did. I posted on my story. I had a complete meltdown about, I was like this close to like hiring someone to come in and build this Ikea bookcase I got. I was like, I'm just going to do it. And then I was like, Rand, that is so stupid. $80 to hire someone to build this. Just do it yourself. Like, who do you think you are? Do it. I'm like, have an absolute meltdown. Nailed the shelves in wrong. And people were like, oh, just paint, throw some white paint on it. Just, just, you know, leave it. And I'm like, leave it. I would not be able to sleep. Like, <laughs> I don't know when in my life, like, Christina, I used to be really chill and laid back. Like I used to be like so chill. And I, I think just like every year I get less and less chill where I'm just like thinking about the holes I nailed in the bookcase and it's driving me insane. Like I just want, and I think as Alice said on our birth chart episode, I, I'm a bit obsessive <laughs> in relationships and in other things. I just want things to be like perfect and I've become kind of a perfectionist and I don't know when this happened. I feel like it's happened like, since I've known you, because you I think I, yeah, well, it's definitely nothing for me. I have not influenced <laughs> you, you to become a, yeah, a perfectionist in any way. You've made me, you've kept some chill around. But I do, I think I've noticed that 
from you, like maybe it's just moving to different places. And like, as you level up, you want certain things like a different way. Do you think that's any part of it? Maybe. I don't know. (laughs) But I I will say I have done the exact same thing that you did with the bookshelf before. And it is so freaking annoying. And you can't just leave it like that. You can't just, maybe you could have painted it white, but you would have known. I would have known. So anyway, I'm happy. It's fine. How it worked out. It's fine. Um, We'll move on. We'll move on. I am chill. I'm chill. I'm a chill, 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 chill. But yeah, so I've just been doing house stuff and then I'm trying to get back on the, oh, I have a confession. Well, I don't know if I'll. Okay. Well, you're going to have to tell us now. I created another burner account. (laughs) What? I don't know why. On Instagram? On Instagram, I created a burner account because. We do have a photo. No, it's like, is it a puppy? No, it's like a blank thing. No followers, no following, just a blank profile. It's like user five, three, seven, two, one, eight, nine. And I don't know why, but my ex-boyfriend has been on my mind a lot. And I, um, went to look at his story mm-hmm. and he was like, cause now he's living in Santa Monica and he was like at this huge party, like partying. And he doesn't party. And I, can't even tell you like the wave of anger that came over me. I was like, who the hell does he think he is? He is now living in Santa Monica, being fun, partying. Meanwhile, when we were together, he made me live in Calabasas and would go to bed at like 7 38 PM and not let like, that is fun. annoying. So I just was like, and then I just had that awakening. I was like, what am I doing? Deleted the burner account. I was like, don't look at it. Rayanne. Don't do it. So I'm, I'm back the long story short. I'm like, I just have to get back in the dating game. I was really in it when I was in Denver and I need to get back in it. Um, now that I'm back in LA. So I designated like two hours last night. I was freaking swiping, swiping, swiping. It was like left, right, left, right. Uh, mostly lefts and then a couple <laughs> rights. And I'm going to go, I want to go on a date next week. Um, cause Alice said on her story, Alice, she's the astrologer, um, that we follow her, her Instagram stock, Alice that it is a waning moon this week and it is not a good time to go on a first date. So I'm just listening, heeding that advice and waiting till next week. Okay. A couple things to say. <laughs> okay. Lay it on me. First of all, you two clearly weren't right for each other because he was not making you happy. And honestly, maybe mm-hmm. you weren't making him happy either. Mm-hmm. And, and I know as much as it sucks to like see him out and like, that would make me so angry too. Cause I know what it was like for you to like, be so far out and like not be able to do things and like almost feel like you have to force him to like hang out to then see him going out and doing these things on his own. But honestly, right. I think you just need to look at it and just be freaking happy for him that he's like coming out of his shell and he's like doing something for himself. And who knows, like he, even if he all of a sudden like becomes the most fun person ever, he still was not right for you. I know. You know what I mean? I and I think it makes me sad every time you say this sort of stuff because I knew you and we were friends like when you guys broke up mm-hmm. and I still like you as much as you talk about it you during that time and even like afterwards last year when you guys were like kind of on and off or whatever I really don't think I realized how much it affected you I don't think I realized okay either well because you definitely like did not let it on like you no. were like I think that you just like jumped into new places so quickly. Like you were working so much. Like you never really talked about him in a sense where like you, I never realized that you were heartbroken, Mm -hmm. which makes me like feel like a bad friend, but I just never really realized that. Like I was almost like, I guess I just saw you as like 
Rand's fucking hot. She's successful. Like she's good. Like she, now she gets to date all these people. He wasn't even making her happy, you know? Um, so when you say like you made a burner account and did this stuff, I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I'm sorry that like, I feel like. Well, it's weird because. That I, you don't voice it that much or that I didn't realize that, you know? No, I mean, I think it's weird because like, even now, like when you say, like sometimes when someone says something to you, like, oh, you're heartbroken. Like I could like feel myself tearing up. And it's like when someone, I think sometimes we don't even realize this stuff. Mm -hmm. And like, I do think that also like with breakups and stuff, it's like, okay, it's been two years technically, but last year, you know, we were still seeing each other. So it hasn't even been like a year. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I'm like, are, people must be sick of hearing me talk about this. But then I'm like, it hasn't been that long. We're together for like eight years. I'm still like realizing that I'm still like, I, I do think I keep saying I am no longer energy energetically connected to him mm -hmm. because I want to like get over it. But I do think I'm still trying to like grasp with those emotions and I am ready to move on. But like, I'm just, I'm just working through honestly how I've been feeling about it still. Okay. Well, can I ask you something? Sorry if I'm getting too personal right now. Oh, lay it on me. But from my understanding, and you could tell me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. the second time around during the pandemic, when you guys were like together or whatever, mm -hmm. I feel like it was your decision to end things, right? Yeah, it like, was. Okay. Do you regret that? Or, and why do you think you made that decision? considering so, how you feel now during the pandemic, I read that, read the book, um, untamed by Glennon Doyle. Mm -hmm. And I made like a lot of changes and it was one night we were in bed and he was like snuggling me and my body was having like a adverse reaction. Like I couldn't stand him touching me. And like my, one of my love languages is touch. And I was just like, also it was so weird because I think like we were just speaking different languages. Like, when I came to like our love languages and stuff, I started seeing myself falling into old patterns of like, I would just be in a bad mood. Like he would come around and I'd just be in a bad mood and it's not him. I think that was more on me and how we just like weren't compatible. And I would just be like grouchy in a bad mood. And I'm like, what is going on? And then also just, we just fell into old patterns and I just was like, I cannot do this again. Like I have to listen to my gut. And I thought, felt like these were signs and like listening to that. I just was like, I've got to end this like now, like I cannot keep doing this. So no, I don't regret it. Okay. Well, that's um, good. I don't regret it. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm -hmm. I know I don't, I no. don't, I don't regret it, but it's just like messy, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So Anyway, next week, I will hope to go on a date and update all of you. Okay. We there are those. a couple prospects. Wait, real quick. Who was I talking? I was talking to one of my friends yesterday, and um, she was like, I really want to find someone. And I was like, are you on any of the dating apps? She's like, no. <gasps> and I was like, girl, what are you doing? You got to get on them. So anyways, real quick, for people that are listening who kind of feel like they need to start dating but are so scared of dating apps, which ones would you recommend and why? Bumble, number one. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. I just feel like I get the most um, quality people there. Mm -hmm. Second would be Hinge um, because sometimes I don't want to make the first move. And Hinge, I just let them make the first move. But Hinge, I kind of have a bone to pick with Hinge because 
they have this, this is hard to explain. So you have all of like your general feed where you swipe through left, right. But then they came out with this new feature called roses where it's like standout people. So I go look at all these roses. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like these guys are amazing. Like these are the quality guys I want to see, but you can only, you only get one rose a week. So you can only send them. You can only pick one quality person a week basically. And then all the others are trash. Okay. They're not trash. I'm being dramatic. I'm confused. I know it's confusing. So if you want to send more roses by, so like basically you have to pay, they basically sort the profiles by like, these are standout guys that they think would be good for you. Yes. So they, their algorithms or whatever. Something with their algorithm. Yeah. So for me, they're all like tall, have a really good job are like, this sounds bad, but like I'm always the most attracted to them. Right. They're like, have some, the algorithm knows I'm telling you. And if you want to match with these guys, you have to buy roses. You have to pay for them. So that's why I kind of have a bone to pick with hinge. I don't. Mm. Interesting. So that's how they're making the money. They're making the money. Well, I always had this theory that, and you've never done like match.com or eHarmony or any of those old school dating websites, right? No, no. Um, well, that's really interesting because they're otherwise hinge is free. Right. And so is bumble. Hinge and bumble. Yeah. I would do those too. Would you ever do a paid app? Oh, I'm on. I actually just got back on Raya because I was like, is Raya paid? Oh my gosh. It's like $9 a month, but also oh. I pay for Bumble too. So yeah. Oh, okay. Bumble, but you don't have to pay. But honestly I did. Cause if you're taking it seriously, you got to take it seriously. Okay. okay. So that's how I kind of feel because I always feel like if a guy is on a paid dating app, he's taking, he's it. taking it seriously. If you think, yeah, I would think so. They will surprise you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, Yeah. Anyway. Um, So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, well, it's going to (laughs) change. No, not really. But Rayanne and I have realized that the podcast that one, we enjoy doing the most And the ones that it seems that you are enjoying listening the most are kind of ones like we're having today, just having conversations with each other about everything that life throws our way. Yeah. So kind of less heavy and on the interviews and really just more conversational. Like we want you to feel like you are at the bar with us, having a margarita, having a conversation. And we are still going to bring in people who we think really add, add to this and have conversation, but we want it to be like, really just a fun, positive space. And, um, so we're just going to be switching things up a bit, nothing super crazy, but just more focusing on, um, these conversations like we're having right now between Mm -hmm. Christina and I, and, uh, then bringing in people who we think are really, really going to be valuable to you. Yeah. And we are so excited. And we're also going to do a little segment for each episode, um, where you can ask your advice your questions and we will give you our advice. Yeah. So moving forward, if you have any questions, it's going to be, we still need to come up with the name, but, um, we will ask away with R and K ask away with Ray and K. Yeah. Ask away. It is time for ask away with Ray and K (laughs) insert music here. That was the worst music ever. I liked it. I liked it. Okay. And you can ask us about anything and it'll kind of be like our own little advice column. So you can just DM any questions that you have to the confident collective Instagram and just stay at the beginning. Ask away 
with our, with Ray and Kay (laughs) and then your question. And we will pull from those for each episode. But Christina recently did um, a Q and a on her story. So we're going to answer one of those for today just to kick things off. All right, let's get into it. So this question was all about workout motivation. And this person said that they just can't get themselves to the gym. They have no motivation. And if we had any tips, Mm -hmm. right? You've been on a little fitness journey, right? I've been on a little fitness journey. I think that when I think about when I'm like really feeling really good with my fitness routine, I am always working towards a goal. So like we had the half marathon, Mm -hmm. Another time I was doing a sprint triathlon. Another time I, uh, what was I going to say? Okay. I guess that was it. But Mm -hmm. (laughs) having like a goal or something to like, for that just personally helps me. Like, or if you have a Peloton, like getting to a hundred rides for me, having a tangible goal or even like a timeline goal, like I'm going to Mexico at the beginning of June and I just, don't know why, but if I put this like timeline goal on it, it helps me. And it's not that I want to like, cause then when I get back, I'll set something new. So for me having like a tangible goal, whether it's a hundred rides or, um, having like a, a, a timeline, something, whether it's a race, whether it's something that helps me. Mm-hmm. Um, another tip put it in your calendar. I know it sounds like silly, but at the beginning of each week, I put all my workouts like scheduled into my calendar. Just like um, if I had a meeting with you, Christina, like it is in there. Cause then you're putting a value on it. Like anything else in your, in your schedule. I think those are great tips. I love the calendar one. The calendar. Um, What about you? I definitely do the goal setting as well. I need something tangible. I need to see, like I'm very numbers oriented when it comes to working out and not numbers oriented in the sense of like, the scale or anything like that. Um, But for me, like I like to set goals. Like right now I'm on a 30 day fitness journey. So I'm working out every single day for the month of April. And with that, I have like divulged my plan is like a little bit more detailed. So I'm doing like a lot of weight training again and I have made it. So even on the days where I'm not like hardcore working out, I'm at least moving my body for 30 minutes because Mm -hmm. I feel like that just gives me like, there's no excuse. And if if you can do anything, I think they say a habit, you need to do it for something for at least two weeks straight. Yeah. No, I think it was like, I think it's more than that. I think it's like 30 days or 31 days or something. What? No, it's like long. Really? Okay. Well, anyways, that's why I decided to do it for 30 days because I was like, I need to look at working out again as something that is just like fun that for me that I incorporate into my schedule every single day and not like a chore I have to do a couple times a week. And I do really think that when it comes to working out, it is about changing that mindset of something from have to do to something that can do. And if you are trying to get into a fitness routine, then you can find a fitness routine that works for you. Because I think a lot of people are like, I need to work out. So they feel like they need to go to the gym. They need to get on the treadmill, but maybe they freaking hate getting on the gym and going to the treadmill. Maybe what you can do instead is like, I don't know, for instance, if you're in LA, if you do love beach volleyball, join a beach volleyball league. Yeah. That is a great freaking workout. Do you like tennis? There's free tennis courts all over the place. Get like a third dollar racket from Target and find a friend to play tennis with. Like there's things that you can do mm-hmm. to work out um, that won't feel like a job. Mm-hmm. And one thing I want to say about like setting, because I do think it's a, when you're starting from square one, 
I think setting those tangible goals helps you get back into it. Mm -hmm. And then it will slowly just become kind of part of your routine, part Mm -hmm. of your life. Like you said, Christina, whereas like when I was like in quarantine, didn't work out like barely at all until like I got the Peloton. I was like, when someone was like, Oh, fitness is just part of my life. Part of my routine. That felt so obtainable because that was just like, what? So I think by having those tangible goals in the beginning, it gets fitness into your, like a movement into your everyday. And then it is more easily like just part of your lifestyle. Um, and I think that was such a good tip that you shared. Like you don't have to go to the gym and walk on the treadmill for 30 minutes. You could hike, you can go play volleyball, you can go play tennis, do things that don't force yourself to do things that you don't want to do. With that being said, sometimes it's still going to be you got to drag yourself to <laughs> do something. Yeah. But you always feel better afterwards. Always. Oh my gosh. I'm actually like with that said, I'm so proud of my friend, Candace. She's on a big fitness journey right now. And um, she like, she has a goal to lose weight mm-hmm. and she just wants to feel really great for summer. Like she didn't love the way she felt after quarantine, whatever. So what is this girl D? She went and joined a dance class and they <gasps> literally had an online virtual recital that I watched two weeks ago. Shut up. I swear. Wait. Yes. And she I did this like hip hop dance class. And I'm like, dude, this is so freaking fun. So oh my fun. gosh. I would love to I do a dance class. I know. I have done it before, but then sometimes I'm like mortified by my reflection in the mirror. I'm like, girl, you oh. are so off beat. You um, and me both. You and me both. Like, yeah, she literally like, not only has like done this dance class, but also participated in their recital I love and everything. <laughs> like a 33 year old woman. I was like, this is awesome. Oh my gosh. I need to meet this at Candace. Oh, you would love she her. She sounds so cool. She is so cool. She's so great. Um, so yeah, anyways, like you could just have so much fun with it. Mm-hmm. And I think you just need to look at it that way. And also like, just do it. <laughs> like literally, like you just have to start. Because if you keep saying, I'll wait till Monday. I'll wait till Monday or I'll wait for this. You know what I mean? Um, I do think having a buddy too helps. Like this morning I went on a hike and if I wasn't meeting my friend, I wouldn't have gone, Mm -hmm. but I was meeting my friend Celeste and I was like, okay, like she's relying on me. Yeah. So I think that helps in the beginning too. Holds you accountable. Yeah. And then if you have someone else who wants to join that journey, if you want to like set a schedule together to do all your workouts or like all your spin classes or even like Peloton. Mm Mm-hmm. You do Peloton rides every Saturday, right? Yeah, we do a Confident Collective ride every Saturday at nine. I Christina wish I could is there join. in spirit. No, you should get one. Where am I supposed to put it? In between Nico's toys? Get rid of one of the dog beds <laughs> and put it over there. You know what? There is a gym in my building that literally is half empty. I should just put one in there. Everyone's going to be like, oh, we got a Peloton. Uh, yeah, baby. You should ask your gym to get one. Ask your apartment building if they would invest in one. Maybe a second. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad idea. You should. I know a lot of apartment build, apartment buildings have them in their gyms. Really? Yes. Okay. I should ask. Yeah, you should. Um, yeah. Group. You can join our group Peloton if you have one. If not, I hope we can get back to in-person workouts. I know. I was just thinking about that too. Maybe we just need to start a confident collective beach volleyball league. I... Would be, that would be so fun. Wait, wouldn't that be so I mean, much we're all going to be vaccinated for hot girl summer. I want to play volleyball. So I love beach volleyball. I love beach volleyball. And I love being around guys who like beach volleyball. <laughs> Girl, this is a confident collective beach volleyball. Like, no, but there'll be men at the beach. No, but that would be so fun. I just, oh, 
I don't know when it's so we're in like a weird time where it's like the light at the end of the tunnel, mm-hmm. but like, when is it going to be like, a, when can we do this stuff? I know. You know. Ray and I want to have in-person events so badly again and to be able to connect with you mm-hmm. in real life. Like we were doing in the beginning when we started the confident collective and it just feels so close, but so far away at the yes. same time. Soon. We'll figure it out soon. Um, but yeah, I think those would be our main tips for how to like get into working out, mm-hmm. uh, to recap, Put them in your calendar, mm-hmm. get a buddy, set tangible goals. Yep. And find workouts that you actually enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's okay to do like trial and error, like try stuff, mm-hmm. do like a lot of places. Like we'll do like a one week trial, try a Pilates, try a yoga, try a spin, whatever. Mm-hmm. See what you like. And also I think that working out is different than eating healthy. And I think that a lot of people feel like, oh, if they're working out, they have to eat super healthy at the same time. And if you don't eat healthy, then like there's no point of working out. Mm. That's because we're trained to think that we only work out to get to lose weight, to get skinny. Uh That's because it was been beaten into our head for so long. Exactly. And you have to stop thinking about the two of those together. For instance, like I'm on a 30 day journey. Yes. Like I would love to like I would love to get into a little bit of better shape and feel stronger and have more energy, but I also just ate a whole fucking box of donuts. And we you know ate what? a whole box of donuts. <laughs> we, I can't believe we did that. I can't believe that. I feel good about it. It was it's, delicious. I actually feel great about it. Um, but that's not going to stop me from working out today. Yeah. So you don't have to associate the two together. Mm-hmm. I think it's just also thinking about aware of how you feel after you work out because for so long we've just associated movement and working out with weight loss when it is so much more than that for mentally, physically, like your energy, like you will be more energized. You will feel better. And it's just good to establish as like a healthy habit of movement. So you got this girl. You got this. Um, And don't forget if you have questions for next week, DM them to the confident collective Instagram. Yeah. We're excited as we kind of, switch up the podcast and have a new format let us know what you think um and thanks for being with us we appreciate you love you guys love you we will see you next week all right later later Thank you so much for tuning in today. For more information on this episode, check out the show notes on our website, theconfidentcollective.com and find us on Instagram at Confident Collective. And if you really loved what you heard, screenshot today's episode in the podcast app and share it in your stories. And don't forget to tag us.